0: Hey everyone, we want to thank all of our new listeners on Podcoin. You can get the app in the Apple App Store or you can go to podcoin.com and download it. Thanks everyone for listening. The new marketing show is brought to you by Trinity Web Media. TrinityWebMedia.com. Trinity Web Media solves business problems with intelligent web development and digital marketing. everybody, welcome to another episode of The New Marketing Show, the podcast where we talk about how intelligent digital marketing and web development solves business problems. Joined as always with co-host, co-founder of Trinity Web Media, guy who just got a new haircut today. You can't see it, but it looks great. You're welcome, Kev. Kevin Everly. Kevin, how are you today?
1: Doing well. Fresh haircut, like you said. <laughs> Friday afternoon, going into the weekend, things are all right. Excellent. So... You know, I thought that today,
0: you, you know how most of our episodes are pretty topical and relevant to what we've experienced in business, and we're not, you know, this drops on a Tuesday, but we're recording today on Friday ahead of the game a little bit. So, <clears throat> I figured we'd talk a little bit about our week and some of the things that we experience when it comes to web emergencies. What do you think about that?
1: Super topical for our week, but I also think a you know, interesting topic to cover that you don't hear much, uh, you know, conversation regarding.
0: Yeah. So web emergency. So in your mind, let's, let's give this conversation some context. What do you, what constitutes a web emergency on, in your mind? I know what it, it does in mine as it relates to the situation that we dealt with all week, but.
1: Oh, so that's a great question. I think anytime there's a technology glitch or, you know, for lack of a better term, you know, snag that significantly impacts your ability to perform day-to-day business.
0: Yeah, I, I totally agree with that, and you know, more importantly, you know, th- these could be a number of things. It could be a, a DDoS attack. It could be uh, it could be a site going down. It could be a hosting problem. It could be uh, malware. It could be uh, you know an infection and a hack. You know, it could be just things aren't working. You know, today, you know, what we experienced was. Uh, while one of our client's sites was in development, that their the predecessor, the old web company, uh, felt, or they were, or however that fleshed out, we don't really know, were out of contract when it came to hosting, et cetera. So they turned off the juice to the site. So our client called us late in the afternoon saying, oh my gosh, our site is no longer there. What do we do? And... You know, I think that what we did was we jumped into action, mm-hmm. of course. You know what I mean? But we didn't jump into action in on a – a, uh, re- like we were reacting to a situation. We we're still proactively jumping into action because we talked to them and we gave them a bunch of different options on how to fix the situation. You know, so you had the conversation. So give me a little bit more insight on this.
1: So, you know, having the rug pulled out from underneath you like that in the middle of your course of normal business is scary. You know, the first thing as professionals we need to do is keep our wits about us and not while the client's emergency is our emergency, we can't operate on the same mindset necessarily because somebody has to be the voice of reason and say, hey, these are the options. This is how we proceed.
0: Right. I I totally agree. And I think that that's where some of the success came in is you know, we gave the client a number of different options, you know, uh, of which they chose one that I probably wouldn't have gone with, but now kind of stepping back from the situation, it probably was the best one. So what we were able to do is we were able to launch from the development site, stay up for a number of hours, remove everything that was incomplete and hide it. So that, that can still stay in development. But what will happen now is the, the client has a, a functioning site on the web where it doesn't where Where in my mind, it's way better than what they had in the past. But at, but at the same time, it's, you know, it's still a work in progress, and which is why we're still in development. The biggest thing, the biggest thing that I wanted to be conscious of when we were going through this web emergency with a client is, it's not an opportunity. It's an opportunity for us to do our job and us to demonstrate our value, but it's a, and it's an opportunity for us to charge our value, but not bleed the client's pockets.
1: Sure. You know, when you're faced with an emergency or, you know, something of that nature where it severely impacts your employees, your clients, their ability to, you know, get work done, uh, you know, get in touch with you, things like that. Well, Anybody, A lot of times clients will pay anything to get the problem fixed.
0: Exactly. And, and, you know, let's, let's take it, let's step back one thing. I think that we haven't said this and I think that we would be remiss if we don't mention this, that it is a nonprofit that serves, you know, the impoverished and the homeless and the hungry of, you know, Western New Jersey. And, and what we needed to do is we needed to make sure that people seeking help, could still find the help that they needed to get through the next twenty four hours. You know, a lot of the, a lot of the, their clientele are looking at their electricity being turned off, or no food in the refrigerator, or facing homeless issues. You know, and, and emer- real emergency issues. You know, we talk about you know web emergencies. You know, these guys are facing life and death emergencies, and we needed to make sure that there is still a way for them to for that segment of who they serve to get the information that they need, should they need emergency services. So I think that, you know, while your point taking is, yes, people will pay anything. There's a lot of shitty people out there, you you know, in in our business, unfortunately, you know, who would have really charged them tons and tons and tons because they could, because they held the keys to everything, which is in my mind, 100 percent, wrong and even the fact that we can will acknowledge that that does happen in the digital marketing and web development space you know you know it does not make me feel very good about our industry so i mean that's just a couple of things just you know i guess random thoughts on top of my head but go deeper into you know what did we do and how did we help them and let's more specifically you know what was the end result here
1: so the end result was, you know, their clients are able to access a website that we consider at, you know, we were maybe 70% through the development process. So while everything we wanted to be there at launch wasn't there, it was a hell of a lot better than not having a website at all or their previous website. Yeah. And I think that
0: getting it out there, getting it done, although, you know, incomplete, you know, only a handful of people know that it was incomplete. Sure. You know, and that's you know their leadership team and our team. Mm -hmm. The rest of the public will never, will never know. You know, we were lucky enough that our development team, while we were waiting and pulling teeth to get what we needed from the client, we were lucky that we took a risk and went ahead and got and got everything in place so that we weren't scrambling at the last minute. And thank God that we did, or else we would still be scrambling for the last minute, and none of these people would be helped.
1: So that was that's that situation. So to me, the the biggest win for ourselves, our company, and what we believe in is we truly demonstrated why we're not just a vendor and we're a partner.
0: Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And, you know, while Trinity is not the most expensive, we're not the the cheapest either. And I think that we are able to demonstrate why people do work with us. So anyway, so moving on from that situation, what, what are some other web emergencies that you feel like people need to be aware of? Uh, and a couple situations that they can find themselves in without really even knowing that it, it could potentially be a situation.
1: Let's see. So when we were at work camp, New York city, um, there was a great example in one of the, the segments where, you know, let's, uh, I think they were actually giving a reason why agencies need insurance. Mm-hmm. And it was, Hey, client's website went down. They've got a TV or radio ad spot, right? Their website's down. They're paying a lot of money to push people there. What happens? Right. So, I mean, that's
0: definitely, you know, having a backup plan when it comes to when it comes to web emergencies and when it comes to your site, your digital marketing, having a backup plan for almost everything. A, a crisis plan is super important to make sure that you're going to be around to see the next day.
1: Yeah. I mean, so maintenance, regular backups, the, the things that aren't so sexy in the industry can really save your ass in a pinch.
0: Yeah, without a doubt, you know, sometimes we see, uh, you know, I was on vacation. I was actually in San Diego on vacation before I lived there. And I had a client call me and say, oh, my gosh, all of our sites were hacked. And there was some kind of terroristic messages on their site. It was very, very strange. It was all, you know, um, ISIS propaganda. It was all ISIS propaganda. That's right. And he said, we have to get this off now. And, you know, I worked with Securi and with my dev team and we were able to get that stuff resolved. You know, the biggest thing that we're able to do is we had a plan, you know, and, and typically Trinity Web Media has a plan for website emergencies. One, if it was taken over, we're going to have a backup of the site because if it's a property that we maintain and where we work with all, the, all along, we have a backup. The first thing I'd like to do is, I first thing I do is, I white screen it or I put a maintenance page up, let people know like, Hey, this is under maintenance. While we're panicking in the background, we can let the audience at least know, you know, feel like, you know, nothing bad is going on. And what we'll do from there is let's assess the situation. Let's assess the damage. Let's first put a bandaid on everything and kind of clear the, the road, clear all the debris out of the road. And then let's figure out what the hell went wrong and fix what happened. The next part of that is what we will always do is sort of a debrief like we did yesterday, I believe, for this one client of ours and said, okay, what did we do? What went wrong? How do we ensure that this does not happen again? And in this instance, now they're working with a more reputable company, so it's not going to happen again to them. In other instances with the ISIS one, you know, we put on, we locked every, because it was a public state-run, state-funded agency which is why they were attacked, we are able to go ahead and put other added security measures on there. And if anything happens out of the norm, we know, and we're able to head it off before anything happens. We just had a client recently who kept getting, you know, people were trying to attack and we were able to lock it down to make sure that we changed almost everything with that site, all the the database stuff and and uh, the FTP information and the usernames and passwords and did some hardening of WordPress to make sure that that stuff didn't happen. You know, so in that instance, we headed off an emergency before it happened.
1: You know, and one of the, this brings me back to, like, you know, WordPress 101. Please do not create an admin username admin. Or password 123 is your password. Yeah, I mean,
0: yeah. I mean, it, it, if you're not adhering by... Best practices, you know, there's a, there, something's going to happen. Something bad is going to happen. You know, best practices are called best practices for a reason. And they make sure that you do things right and by the book so that nothing bad or nothing terrible happens, you know, along the way to your website or your marketing initiatives.
1: When we inherit a WordPress website, the first thing I go and do is check what the admin names are and delete the admin name after creating proper credentials. Yeah, because if you don't, if you don't, you're just looking for trouble. And 20, 30% of the time we take on a, you know, a client on a WordPress site we did not build, which again, isn't very common. But when it does happen, 20, 30, 40% of the time, admin is the user, you know, username for the admin account.
0: Yeah, it's, it's insane how that actually still happens today. So, you know, in my mind, other type of web emergencies are, you know, you could deal, be dealing with some reputation management stuff. You know, we could, you know, that's more of a, a PR slash social media crisis, you know, still happens mm-hmm. on the web. So those are some of the things that you should have a plan for. Mm-hmm. For every single thing that could potentially go wrong, you know, within categories, your website getting hacked, your website going down. Your web hosting going down. There needs to be some sort of strategic crisis plan in place to make sure that you're able to salvage whatever you have and make sure that it's
1: good for the clients. I also just recently saw um, Glenn Dan- uh, Glenn Danzig, the musician, just posted something today that our nephew, Hey Josh, shared that his account was hacked and again they did all four hundred and twenty stuff. Yeah, for you know and it happens. If you're, if, if you have a voice, people will try to hijack it if you're not following those best practices.
0: Yeah. And, and in the case of our client, you know, that was just a, a shitty provider, not willing to play ball. And they basically, you know, were angry that they didn't get the redevelopment of the new site and they were on, they were willing, not willing to help anybody, you know, not willing to help our company, not willing to help, their, their client that who they, I believe worked with five or six years. And what, what it is, is that now, whenever I hear that company's name or whenever the client hears that company's name, you know, nothing, nothing good will be remembered over the last five or six years. They're just going to remember the one instance when they took their ball and they went home and they turned the site off. Yep. Now are there times when that's warranted? You know, I would have to say that that's a super gray area. You know what I mean? I would say like, no, unless somebody owes you a significant amount of money, there's really no reason to do that. I think that all as adults and all as professionals, you know, what they did with one flip of a switch was hurt their own reputation mm-hmm. versus, and, and, and they did away with all the good that they did for five years with one action versus just saying, Okay. The new site's going to be launched in three weeks. Pay me X amount of dollars. I'll still host it. I'm not happy, but you don't have to be happy about it. You know, that's the one thing about, you know, web development and digital marketing and things like that and dealing with clients. And, and like, this is maybe something I'm saying out loud for me to realize that you don't have to be happy with everything. You just have to do what's right. And there's a lot, you know, and I, I, you know, and definitely this situation was a shocker. And nobody, nobody ended up wanted, wanting to be in that situation and, be, and staying up late to go ahead and make sure that it's up and proper and it's, there's no problems with, for the client. But I think that having a plan in place when it comes to emergencies on the web or with your social media, media or your digital marketing or with anything is the way to go and making sure that you, you know, crises happen, emergencies happen. It's all with how you deal with it and it's all with how you're mitigating the damage. Yeah.
1: I mean, how, how often do some companies even check their own website? How long could that have been down before it was even brought to your attention? I mean, it just speaks to due diligence with checking analytics, checking in on social properties, your website, you know, as part of the course of business, making sure that everything is proper.
0: And if you don't want to do that, which I understand you wouldn't want to do, you know, you can definitely hire somebody to for a, not a lot of money a month, maybe fifty dollars a month, just to do simple maintenance and put a tool like Uptime Robot, mm-hmm. you know, up you know web uptime monitoring on your site, so that as soon as it goes down, you're pinged and you know, you know what's going on. So I think that you know, again, emergencies happen, crises happen, these things do happen, and it sucks, but it's all about. How are you going to bounce back from it? How are you going to deal with it? You know, I would have gotten a good night's sleep if they told us not to do anything. Mm -hmm. I mean, I would have wanted to do, but if they told us, well, this is, we don't want to do anything about it until the new site's done," I would have gone to bed. I wouldn't have caught flack for it, you know, but it's, it's a matter of, you know, the, the leadership team, they needed something and they recognized that they needed something. And then we've took it on ourselves to make it better, to help make it better.
1: So, yeah, I mean, you know, I guess the biggest takeaway for me is don't be that vendor who causes the emergency.
0: Yeah. And, and not only that, like, you know, the the responsibility is not only on this vendor, the responsibility is on the client that they knew that this was going to happen at some point. They just didn't, they had a feeling this was going to happen at some point. They just didn't believe that it was really going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's like the guy who says, if you do that again, I'm going to punch you in the face. And then when you get punched in the face they say, well, why'd you punch me in the face? we well, told you it was going to happen. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was one of those situations. Yeah. So I think that they knew it was going to happen and you know, it, but it's one of those things that the, the big takeaway for me is have a plan in place, have an emergency plan in place. What are you going to do? You know, have an alternate domain that you can flip things to, you know, thank God the, the one bright light in this whole thing, is that the client had access to their own domain. Mm-hmm. If they did not have access to their domain and it was held somewhere else, it would have been game over. Yeah. So uh, so everybody out there who owns a website for your business, for your nonprofit, for your property, make sure that you know where the, your domain lives. Make sure you know where it's hosted. You don't have to know how to work all that stuff, but you just don't have, have to know how to get into it should you need to.
1: Yep. You need that password and, you know, the credentials, the username and password to access it.
0: Absolutely. So this is a good conversation. This is definitely something interesting and, you know, something I never thought that we would be tackling on the podcast. What are some um, parting thoughts that you have about, about the situation or web emergencies or crisis plans?
1: Yeah, you know, just just have a plan in place. Be, you know, be aware that these things happen. Technology is imperfect at best. You know, sometimes there's, you know, vendors involved and sometimes it's pure technology glitches, but make sure that you're backed up and you have an insurance plan to know, you know, when something goes wrong, this needs to be put into action.
0: Yeah. And mine would be whatever can go wrong. will at some point, so make sure you know how to handle it. So, you know, on, on another note, we just launched a brand new website today. We did for trinity media trinitywebmedia.com so we'd love to hear what people think about it pretty exciting we refreshed our website after when we did the last one two years ago yeah about two years about two years ago and i mean i think it's always interesting it's always an interesting exercise to go in there and read your own content mm-hmm. you know your bios and all of that stuff so people out there you know definitely check out trinitywebmedia.com um, and let us know what you think about it so i'm really proud of it i think you know, our whole team likes it. So let's, uh, let's hear what you have to say about it. What do you think of that, Kev? I love it. Love to hear what the folks think. Excellent. So thanks everybody for listening. You know, you can get in touch with us and you can listen to the, the podcast on uh, Apple podcast, Stitcher. You can now get us on Podcoin, One of our new services that we are getting syndicated on soon to be in luminary. Uh, you can get us on Spotify, anywhere else where you want to listen to your podcast. So, You can get to all those links at trinitywebmedia.com slash podcast. And we look forward to keep making more episodes for you. So, Kev, thanks for your time. Thank you, Greg. We'll talk soon.